Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome back to another episode here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're talking football today, Daniel, and we're talking coaches. Coaches came out of the hermit hole. We're not the only ones talking football. No. Coaches talking football. Coach speak all day long. By the way, uh, who's here for every single platitude ever given? All of them. All of Just them. lap it up in the offseason. This is the time when Kirby really shines because he knows he could throw out all the Kirbynese he wants and no one will even get annoyed with it because we're just so dang happy to hear him talk. We're so happy. If you don't know what Kirbynese is, you're in the right spot. We're going to explain it to you. Kirbynese is the language that head coach Kirby Smart speech, speaks on a weekly basis. Like, right now, everyone's a cornerback at UGA. That's... Mm. That's Kirbanese. That's what? That's a whole. That's a whole lot of Kirbanese. What? Yeah. That's. Uh, I I so don't I don't Warren think, Erickson. Yeah. Get ready. Suit up. Yeah. Xavier Trust, you playing? You playing corner? Get out right there, now. big guy. It's a lot of a lot of stuff happening between the ears. Kirby wants you to know, but yeah, we're gonna get into that today. We're gonna talk mostly about Del McGee and the running backs. We're gonna we're gonna break down Kirby's press conference um a lot of coaches spoke we're going to break it down over the next few days in between all decade teams and 25 most exciting players and all the other stuff that we had planned for you this offseason exciting day here on the podcast it really is it really is if you're a fan of uga football and basketball you're in the right spot daniel and i talk like fans do all the time because you're a fan that's why you're here we're fans we got microphones we're not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination rather we talk like you do with your buddies, with your gal pals, over barbecue, tailgate, or in your home during game day. That's right. So if you're a Georgia fan and you're looking for real talk from real fans, then we think you're in the right place. Subscribe to the podcast. We're here five days a week. If you're new, uh, give us a try. Try us on for a week or so. If you like it, great. If you don't, there's other podcasts out there. I'm sure you'll find one that is right for you. Um, uh, if you do like it, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. That's really literally all we're ever going to ask you to do uh, for us. Um, Clint is willing to pay for all your apps at Chili's on September the 3rd. I'm not willing. If you leave us a five-star rating. If you have to show us the five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and then at that point, I believe Clint is on the hook for all the apps and zerts that you could ever eat at um, at the Chili's there in Charlotte. We look forward to seeing you. As Clint said... um, This is a podcast for fans, by fans. Oh, and we'd love for you to join in the conversation as well. Um, If you're old to the show, you already know this by now. But in case you're new, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com is the email address. Feel free to send us an email about literally anything, literally any time. We're also on Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. You can go give us a follow over there and um, send us a message, say hello. Don't expect anything too serious. From any of the outlets that are ours, not the Twitter handle, not the email, address, you said, not the you podcast. Said Twitter, everybody assumed it wasn't going to be serious. Yeah. Don't expect anything too serious, but do expect just a couple of guys that enjoy UGA and um, 90s TV sitcoms and in and having a good time. This is this is the extent of of us. You now know us. There's nothing left to know. Intimately. We are, we are very very shallow. Two, uh, there's two dimensional. 
there's no depth there no. at all. So don't don't try to dig, or you will just simply go right through us. Uh, today, we are going to focus in. Obviously, Matt Luke, Cortez Hankerson, and mm. uh, Del McGee all spoke with the media alongside the head man Kirby Smart himself. Mm. Hmm. So we didn't get to hear from. Um, the, either of the coordinators, but we did get to hear from three prominent offensive position coaches. Um, couple of, a uh, couple of which in the case of Matt Luke and Cortez, we don't get to hear from very ever. much at all. That's the first time I ever recall hearing from Cortez. Maybe once in no, his I, tenure. I think have we one heard from time him. before, and I think it maybe it was when he was hired. He got to come out and talk really quick and then shove back into the film room. I'd like to hear more of Cortez Angerson speak. This, this is a it man was that good. it was it was not lacking for information. No. So that's but today we're gonna focus in on Dell McGee and we're gonna focus in on the running back mm. position. We're gonna go through kind of over the next several days, as I said, we're gonna give you our thoughts on Kirby's statements to the media. Again, he had a lot to say that made sense. And then he had some things to say, like Clint already mentioned that that did not make a lot of sense whatsoever. He clearly wanted to get some sort of a message out there about mental toughness sure. um, for whatever purpose that was serving. But we do have thoughts. Kirby did speak, and so we're going to talk about that. We'll probably talk about that on Monday. But today, running back conversation. Let's jump in. I want to I want to start with what I thought was the most shocking statement the most, I don't know, question mark, controversial statement, okay. certainly the most intriguing statement that Del McGee made in his presser, and that was this. Um, he said Ooh. Zamir White and James Cook coming back is, quote, similar to when Nick and Sony decided to come back in 2017. Now, Okay, Clint, okay I'm sorry. You just, I asked you. Just you just invoked two names, which one name – which only needs to be mentioned in the highest of high regards. Okay, put some respect on it. And That's then you the add second the second best running back in the history of college football. History of college football. Okay. Ooh, that's okay. that'll so, get your blood going. Clint, and your attention I in ask you. Let's just. I'm going to right off the jump. Is Zamir White and James Cook similar in any way to Nick and Sony's decision to come back? And if so. What is that way? Um, well, they decided to come back when they had extra years of eligibility. So that's point one. <laughs> okay. So it is similar in the semantics of the sure the, in the, eligibility, their age, their age, their age and eligibility, their okay. position they pl- play at running back. Okay. Sure. Um, any I, other similarities? None. I'm a, so certainly, that when he said this, I immediately paused the video, rewound it 15 seconds, and then listened to him say he it again just to make sure I had heard it. I my eyes did the thing where they popped out of my head the way a cartoon characters do. Um, no, there's not a lot similar in terms of on the field production. Listen, when Nick and Sony came back, not only did they lead. The University of Georgia to the to the national championship game to an SEC title. Okay. All right. So let's hope that there's some similarities there. But Nick and Sony came back after after three very productive seasons. In the case of Nick Chubb, three incredibly Insane. productive seasons. 
Um, they came back and they rushed to the tune of 1,227 yards for Sony and 1,345 for Nick their senior years. Sony rushed for 1,227 on 156 carries, Clint. That's eight yards a carry. Y- y'all hear what the man Sony. said. His senior year, he rushed for 1,200 yards at a clip of eight yards per carry. Um, ain't neither of these guys going to do that. Look, I suppose the other thing that I forgot to say is that Nick was coming off a knee injury. Zamir has come off a knee injury. I, you yeah, know. there's a similarity there. Uh, here's here's the thing I'm taking away from that. Okay, now okay. listen, because we've had we're going to talk about the running backs this this whole episode. All right, and so there's going to be some. In fact, in segment two, we're going to get into some some pointed questions about who will produce at the running back position this year. And you know, if you're a longtime listener to the show, that Clint and I have differing viewpoints on the running backs, and so we do. Be, be prepared to hear the same the same type of defenses that we. But I think that makes the podcast interesting. But whatever. Sure. This is this is not necessarily me falling into either the the Zamir White pigeonhole that I've kind of you've roped no you've painted into. yourself into that corner absolutely okay. sure no, no all all uh, responsibility accepted good and, nor is it me completely bucking that but I, here's what I heard when I heard this because it's two people being compared to two people it's not Zamir White it's Zamir and James Cook being compared to Nick and Sony okay sure. When I heard that, I thought he can't be even be talking about on the field production because no. Zamir and James haven't even sniffed the first three years of on field production. That's that not Nick ratified error. You you have to eclipse, like you said, eight yeah. yards of carry is the standard, and and we're not that way. So, so Zamir and well, James Cook's yards per carry actually have been pretty dang good. Uh, so he's not talking about production. But what I thought when I heard that is, it was this simple question. Are we undervaluing the the locker room and leadership role that Zamir White and James Cook have on this team? Because I don't think there was any doubt in anyone's mind who the alpha males on offense for the 2017 Georgia Bulldogs were, right? It, their names were not Jake nor Fromm. No. Okay. Their names were not Javon nor Wims, nor, no. even though he was very good at football. The alpha males for that that 2017 offense were Nick and Sony. Is that the situation with Zamir White and James Cook? Not necessarily from an on-the-field production standpoint, but from a leadership standpoint. And could we be undervaluing these two guys as leaders on this team and – they might be bringing something to the table that is a little bit more intangible than we're willing to see at this point. What do you do? You have any response to that? Any thoughts on that? Because that was my that was my thought after ruminating on it for a few minutes. Okay, the only thing I can say is this: if you are the alpha dog of a locker room, you get there by being an alpha dog on the field. Okay, so Zamir and James could be likable people, leaders. Even, but when you're talking alpha dog, talking about somebody who has dominated. Now, maybe they're showing something early on. Okay, maybe the weight I mean, room that we have no pads, we have nothing going on. So I, I don't know what they could, could be, be that you get there from battling through a knee injury. Yep. 
showing your character in that respect and then coming back and leading the team and rushing by a wide margin as Zamir White did last year. So there's, okay. I mean, get it's off, not get off of it, Daniel. We, we it all, wasn't, it wasn't do a 1200 yards. Thank you. But then, then why are we talking about it? Because it was, it was double the next closest running backs total. Look, because it was the alpha running back. He was the alpha running back. Daniel, uh, that's why we're talking about it. How many more times? This, this analogy rings true. The guy at the bar that says he's going to beat you, I have no fear of, Daniel. The guy that has just, just socked somebody in the mouth without saying anything and he falls over asleep, I'm deathly afraid of. I don't want to hear it any more. More on that. In a second, uh, before we get to that, though, we should talk about the fine folks over at rockauto.com. If you have a car and you need a part, let's say you need uh, a simple cosmetic part. You need new seat covers. You need new uh, hubcaps. You need uh, a new tail light. Let's say you need a more complex part like brake pads or uh, you need to rebuild an entire transmission. It doesn't matter what you need. It doesn't matter what car you have. RockAuto.com is the place for you to go. Go to RockAuto.com and you're going to get the exact right part at a reliably low price. The exact right, the, all the parts that your car will ever need can be found right there at RockAuto.com. You don't ever have to go to the Walmart auto parts section. And talk to Ryan, who has worked there he, since he got fired it was legal for him. Yeah. He got fired from the regular auto parts store. Correct. And he had to go get a job over at the Walmart auto parts section, which is the, I believe it's it's one step above the DMV. It's like the, there's the DMV and then there's the Walmart auto parts section. And you don't want to be anywhere in that uh, no. juju. And so... Go to rockauto.com from the privacy and convenience of your own home. Order the exact right part that your car needs at a reliably low price. It will ship straight to your door, and then you can put it, install it yourself, feel good about yourself, do something with your life, and save a little bit of money while you're at it. Enter the promo, enter the code locked on in the how'd you hear about us section to let them know that we sent you and get a great price on a great part for your car today at rockauto.com. Coaches kept talking. We kept listening. More on that in a little bit. Uh, but Daniel, this is this or that Thursday, which you, you gave us a little spin on. You took it. You morphed mm. it just a little bit. And you have a question for the running back production after we heard okay. Kyle McGee talk. What is that question? All right. So as we think about the running back room, now, the, obviously, the main point of conversation with Del McGee was the depth in the running back room. Clint, Correct. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there's quite a bit of depth in the running back room. I understand in totality. There's, I have never <laughs> known the depth of the word depth before it was used. Yeah. Depthly. Deppying yeah. all the depth dog it, day. It is a lot of depth in the room. The aforementioned Zamir White and James Cook. Uh, Kenny McIntosh, Ew. Kendall Milton, Dejan Edwards. Mm. Uh, the it just the list keeps going, and there's just talent on top of talent on top of talent. Clint, so I ask you, with all that talent, last year, last season, Zamir White, as we mentioned, shortened condensed season. Georgia played ten total games. Yep. Right. So Nick and Sony. Just for context, in that season, played how many games, Clint? They played 12, 13, 14, 15 games. Correct. And they rushed for 
1,200 yards. Last season, Zamir White, Here we in go. 10 games, Here we go. rushed for 780 yards. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm simply citing, I'm simply stating facts for you. Is that is that acceptable or? Sure. Go. Do, okay. All right. Do you want me to talk about how Kenny McIntosh had the lowest yards per carry on the team? You, you want to talk about Kenny McIntosh? I'll no, talk Kenny okay, McIntosh no. all day long. Okay, great. He had the lowest yards per carry on the okay. team. No. Okay. Zamir White led the team in rushing with 780 yards. All right, shortened season. 2019, DeAndre Swift had 1,200 yards. That's in 2019. No one else on the team had over 500 yards. Okay? All this is building to a question. It is. 2018. DeAndre Swift and Elijah Holyfield both rushed for over 1,000 yards, all right? So mm. 2017, obviously, Nick and Sony rushed for over 1,200 yards each in the season. My question to you is this. Full-length season, we're assuming that Georgia's going to play at least 14 games. The SEC championship game is a given this season. We are winning the East, okay? So then you have at least one bowl game after that. Will Georgia have an 800-yard rusher this season? In at least 14, we hope 15 games, but a ton of depth on the running back depth chart. Will Georgia have one running back to rush for at least 800 yards this season? Yeah, Daniel, this is a this is an absolute yes answer for me. And here's the reason why. Uh, I think... As you had mentioned, we have more games, which is fine and dandy. We expect more games. But I think this year, the the pecking order, so to speak, is solidified from last year. All right? We didn't know. We had a couple okay. new guys come into the room. We know who one through five are. You listed one through five. Okay? There's, yeah. I mean, outside of a mind-bending different situation, those are the top five. Major now, injury. Major injury. Essentially. Happening. And I didn't I didn't I didn't want to say that. Didn't want to utter it. I think the leader for that uh, is Zamir. I think he's the most likely to have that eight hundred yards. I think Cook is gonna be utilized exactly how he was last year. Just more right. of the same. All right. So that, that yep. doesn't concern y'all. Kenny McIntosh, Kendall Milton, Dejon Edwards. I think we'll be pecking for scraps after that, which is fine and dandy with me, all things considered. If we have the same production, because to your point, if he had the five more games, he would have been at 1,180 yards would have been his clip for the same number of games. Would have been Zamir. Would have been Zamir's with the same clip that Nick and Sony had. All right? So close to that 1,200 mark. Right, Daniel? That we, yeah, which, that yeah which DeAndre rushed for in 2019, right. which Nick and Sony rushed for. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I think it's well within our grasp. I think it's well within our means. But the most important thing to me, Daniel, and and this is the main reason why I think it's the case, y'all know who we have slinging the ball? Do y'all know who run and go routes? Mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. did you see what happened in the offensive mm-hmm. production everywhere mm-hmm. once JT Daniels mm-hmm. got on the field? This has nothing to look. I just listed quality depth running backs. I think our O line is going to be fine. The biggest threat and the biggest asset to the legs in the backfield is the arm on the quarterback, Daniel. 
Yep. When you get scared of JT Daniels dropping dimes to Jorge Pickens, Blaylock. All of a sudden. Mm. Ooh, those safeties them ain't holes, so close. Them holes on the offensive line. just You got guards just bouncing right to the second level. They just feeling free and easy because Look, that you, box is light. Very, very light. That's the biggest reason I think we easily have an 800-yard rusher without a question. So you still think that the running back – and this is – history would say – that that's going to happen. The lion's share of the carries will go to someone. You've predicted that it will be Zamir this year. It's always one or two guys. Correct. It's never three or four guys getting an equal distribution. I think that's the big, the big um, misnomer or misunderstanding going into an offseason is people hear the term depth and what they Mm -hmm. assume that means is that quality depth means an equal distribution but that's just never the way that it works out georgia's offensive uh, offensive backfield uh running back uh field was was deep this year they had zamir kenny mcintosh james cook and five-star kendall milton coming in to the backfield and yet, you still see the lion's share of the carries and thus the lion's share of the yards going to the guy that the coaching staff thinks is the best guy. And in this last season, that was Zamir. We'll see who it is in this upcoming season. But I agree, Georgia will have an 800-yard rusher. But Clint, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it to 11 here for a you, second. We gotta have two. I think Georgia's gonna have two 800-yard rushers. A Kendall Milton and. Zamir White? Um, I do believe it will be Kendall Milton yeah. and Zamir White. I believe this is the year that Kendall Milton establishes early on the pecking order that he is ahead of Kenny McIntosh for carries. Um, and look, and look, as much as I love Kenny McIntosh, if that's if that how it plays out, and Kendall Milton is all fine with that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. Um, so that that's what I believe is going to happen this year. I believe you're exactly right. James Cook is going to be utilized in a very similar way he was as he was last year. Only got 45 carries last year for 303 yards. But he did have the most receptions on the team. Yep. And he had the most receiving yards by a running back by over 100 yards from the next closest guy to him. I believe you're going to see even more of James Cook in the passing game. And so his total yards from scrimmage, I believe, will be third on the team. I do not believe – I believe he'll be fourth in rushing yards behind uh, Kenny McIntosh. But I do believe his total yards from scrimmage will be third on the team, James Cook, behind Zamir at one and uh, Kendall Milton at two. So – uh, we've got one more uh, topic of conversation, not necessarily running back related, but um, it is Heisman Trophy related. So okay. Heisman Trophy odds. Okay. And if you guys don't um, understand about Heisman Trophy and UGA, Daniel has some thoughts. So I'm thrilled. We, we got to, some th- thrilled to get in this next conversation. But before we do, if if somebody wanted to bet on the Heisman Trophy, who was going to win the Heisman Trophy, Clint, what would they do? They would go over to betonline.ag, your sports book experts. They would get online, they would sign up, they would do a deposit. And if they were smart, they would put locked on in the promo code and get 50% of whatever deposit they put on right on top. It's free money. By the way, did you know not only could you do Heisman voting or futures, anything like that, mm-hmm. you can bet on sure. reality TV? I don't know why you would do that. Who, 
who gonna who gonna get kicked off Bachelorette next? Stay let's, tuned. Uh, put in your bets there. I mean, listen. Do you want to? Do you like money, Daniel? Do you, yeah, sure. Do your research. Get do on your that. research. Get on that. You can bet on it. Go to betonline.ag. Let them know we sent you by putting locked on the promo code. Get fifty percent on top of your deposit. Betonline.ag. Your sports book experts. Daniel, the question of Heisman comes up. There's been some odds thrown out there of who's sure. going to win. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. we're all about. My question, Clint, is a Georgia player going to win the Heisman? Uh, Daniel has been on record of saying a Georgia player will never win the Heisman. However, never. however, Daniel. Oh, no. Don't do it. Clint, Daniel, don't do it to him. Daniel, if this don't. If there's going to be a year, let's let's go let's run down the re, the how you win a Heisman. Okay? Okay, sure. Let's let's give the people a quick give the people quick history tutorial. lesson. History of the Heisman. Let's uh, How do you, you win a Heisman? You don't win a Heisman unless your team is competing for a national championship. Correct. Won't happen. Two, you need to have eye-popping numbers everywhere. Daniel, just stupid uh, video game numbers. That's right. Okay. Three, you need to be an offensive player. You, yes. Okay, good. Glad we got that under control. And mm-hmm. four, you have to play on primetime TV for a very recognizable brand to the national media. Correct. These yes. are the starting I points would of how argue, you win a I would argue points two and four need to go together. Have to go together, You need yes. to put up insane numbers in a game on national. that ESPN is calling. Okay, and then all the people at ESPN need to talk for a week about what kind of insane numbers you put up in that one game. There has to be a hysteria build around you. That's how you win the Heisman. It's not by being slow and steady. No, It's not by just producing and winning games and whatever. If that were the case, then Mac Jones would have won seven Heismans last year. Okay? Correct. Because, look, that's what he just did that every single game. But um, you have to be – you have to catch the imagination Mm -hmm. of the media. And I don't think a Georgia player will ever do that, Clint. Well, Daniel, nonetheless, there are – odds out there now letting us know what we can get if you go to betonline.ag you can bet on these uh jt daniels is first for uga at 25 mm-hmm. to 1 odds that's seventh best of the entire nation which quite honestly shocked me he was even that high for that's pretty high that's that's real high y'all that's pretty high now so i just said there's no george there's Blazer zero chance Clint. did you is place- it worth five dollars is it worth five dollars Clint? That JT Daniels won the Heisman at twenty five to one odds. Here's the deal. What name recognition? One twenty five dollars. Name recognition. Got it. Mm-hmm. Big got, games got it. on ESPN. Used to play at UGA, USC. Got, got Used it. to play at a school that's not named UGA. That's working in his favor. <laughs> that's working in his favor. Um, gonna have eye popping numbers. We we only hope if we extrapolate out last year, it's insane. If you take his four game stretch and put it over everything, it's crazy. National championship contender, we we are on record of saying, if any year, we're this is year. Daniel, it ain't. Put $5 on that right now. Just sprinkle it on it. 
Spring line. It don't hurt nothing. Now, <clears throat> Clint, I'm going to ask you. <clears throat> I wrote this on the sheet, and I wrote it down as a little bit of a, a as a little bit of a, a test for you. Have you looked up? These next two things. I have not, so I will be blind you, to this test. You're coming in stone cold. I'm stone cold. God's, God's right, truth. You're ready. The second highest UGA player, JT Daniels, a 25 to 1. Okay. The second highest UGA player is at 50 to 1. And 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 that puts him... I, I didn't yeah. count it's where not, he was in the, in the national pecking that. order. No, he's probably like somewhere in the like twentieth, yeah. like twentieth overall odds. But he's the second highest player on UGA's team. So that's all. That's all the information you should need. Okay. Okay. So Clint, for five points. Okay. And title of best podcaster for the day. <laughs> sure, for the day. What is the name of this UGA player who is at fifty to one, the second best odds to win the Heisman from UGA? I, it has to be Jorge. It is not. That's stupid. Okay. What if I told you that he played the position that we've been talking about on this entire It's podcast? not. It, Zemir White cannot be 50 at one. He's not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh now no. things have gotten intriguing. James now Cook. Things. James Cook get 50 to one? Nope. Kendall Milton is on this list. Kendall Stop. Milton okay. is the second okay. highest UGA player this is, on the list. This is why people have no clue. Like this, you just Clint, people have no clue. Clint, somebody in Vegas just said, "Forget, forget Zamir White. Kendall forget Milton. the guy that led that the led the team in in in." In carries and yards by no. a mile last year. Let's go with the guy that played six games <laughs> as a true freshman last season. And let's just say that not only is he going to lead his team in yards, which I think is a wild stretch. <laughs> like, that would be the hottest take that I had heard in a while, that Kendall Milton's going to lead this team in yards. But I know there are some of you out there that believe that. And that that's fine. That. He might. Let me just go on record and say he might. This guy in Las Vegas who gets paid to do this believes one hundred percent he's going to lead this team. In Follow years. the sharps, y'all. There's some, look. It's not just smoke. If if somebody in Vegas putting this odds out there, they know guys. Yeah. They know. They know something. Okay, now you have already forfeited five points and the title of best podcaster for the day. Yeah, wasn't going to get it. In but here. I will tell you this. There are two players. These okay. are the third highest UGA players on the list, and they are tied. So I'm, I'm putting them together, and they okay. are at 100 to 1. You get $100 if you bet a dollar on each of these players, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you that you already named one of them, and his name is Jorge Pickens. Yeah, has, yes, has to be Jorge okay. at that point. I'm going to give you that the other one's name is not Zamir White. Look, I got shade for Zamir White. That's that's disrespectful. There's a lot of disrespect on this list. There's the, Zamir White doesn't even find a mention Ooh, on this list, bro. Okay, Clint, I'll give you, I'll give you twenty real dollars <laughs> right now if you could tell me the other player, okay, who is at one hundred to one, tied for third best. Odds on the team to win the Heisman with Jorge Pickens. 
I want those twenty bucks, Daniel. I got a lot of apps to pay. I got a lot. You got a lot of apps. You got a lot of apps to buy. That twenty bucks is going to go a long way. It. You get one guess, and it has to be definitive. You get one guess. I'm just saying. Jermaine Burton. There's no amount of confidence that I could have had that ever could have been higher. Because Clint, do you know what the name is? It's Carson Beck. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, the, the previously mentioned they know something, I take it all back. Yep. I take, take it, it all, all back. <laughs> I knew you were going to be walking that back as soon as I told you <laughs> that Carson Beck okay. is the tied for third highest odds on UGA's team. Uh, what in the okay. world? This is why you don't listen to the national media when it comes to UGA, guys. There's a lot of good beat writers out there. There's a lot of good gurus and insiders out there. There's even a couple of idiot fans that have a podcast that you can listen to when it comes to UGA odds. But don't listen to the national media. Carson Beck, if you want to put a little coin on him, you get 100 to 1. That number should be 10,000 to 1. Could be any number you want. It's still a waste of a dollar if you drop it on there. That's correct. Uh, Hey, come back tomorrow where Daniel and I will be talking about the 20th most exciting player for UGA football next fall. Here's a little hint. Uh, He doesn't – he's none of the names we just mentioned. Not a single name of of those names. But he is the key to all of the names we just mentioned having Mm. a good season. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. What a tease. Come back tomorrow where we will talk about that. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This has been Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network. See ya.